Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that? My name, my name is Gary Palmer, and joining me is Jeremy Pratt-Titch. Hello. <laughs> I found a Fucking rhythm, Jeremy. I, I, I know. You, you For the first bounding. time in my Minimap career, I found a rhythm. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. Oh boy. Oh, that was very fun and very weird. Um how are you today, Jeremy? Uh I'm good. I'm jabbed. Yes. Um, double dosed. Got got my second Pfizer. It's a uh, it's swirling around in me. Yeah, you got um, the are your fingernails starting to tingle? Uh no, they're glowing already. They're already up to that stage, which is cool. Oh, okay, that's um, cool. Yeah, it's 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 pretty sick. Um uh, I made a tweet uh, when I got my first jab um, saying that the first jab gave me the side effects of the ability to speak in public and rock hard abs. <laughs> um, anyway, the, 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 the second dose has given me um, impeccable fashion sense and a juicy ass. So like Juicy ass. Juicy ass. I like that. Is that where they put it? No, no, it's like the, you see that episode of Spongebob where Squidward eats all the Krabby Patties and it, goes, it all goes to his thighs? No. Oh, okay. Or is it his calves? It's like one. It's like one portion of his leg, and he eats like a million <laughs> Krabby Patties, and so he's like ninety feet tall, the same size as him, except he's got extraordinarily big calves. <laughs> it's very funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> How uh, are you? What? That's good. I'm good. I'm not yet double jabbed. My second dose is on Monday. Uh, coming. So today's Tuesday. That's in six days. Six days. Six days. Not in six days. Um, I'm very tired today, Jeremy, and that's because yesterday I was streaming the DLC for the Outer Wilds, and I was playing the DLC for the Outer Wilds, and and we'll get into it later, but long story short, I was kept awake because of my thoughts swirling around in my head about this the, the three or four hours I played of that game yesterday. It literally kept me awake at night, um, and that's amazing that a game can do that to me. But man, I had stuff to do this morning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> stuff to do? No, no. Out of wilds. No, no. You will. You will think. You will sit there. I messaged you last night because I was there was a something you watched me not figure out on stream yesterday, and I messaged you at like one thirty or one o'clock or twelve thirty. I don't think it was like twelve o'clock when I went to bed, and I was brushing my teeth and I figured out a solution to a puzzle or a, or a potential <laughs> yeah. solution. And I'm like, I figured it out. Toothbrush in mouth. I'm t- messaging you on discord. Yeah. It was like, we, um, like, cause you were streaming it and then you stopped at about seven 30 or eight or something. Um, yeah. and then you, we, we went off and did our own separate things. And yeah, then I, I got a message snacks for three hours. Oh, nice. Cool. Cool. Um, and then, yeah, then I got a message from you like quarter past midnight <laughs> Going, I figured out the fire puzzle while I was brushing my teeth. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so if you want to hear more about that, congratulations, you're in the right place. Uh, the Minimap Cast. This is minimap.com.au's weekly podcast. Uh, you can go there to find all of our other episodes of this show. Um, they're quite good, honestly. I, I like most of them. There are a couple of duds in there, but uh, I couldn't tell you which they were, so you 
why don't you go listen to all of them and then you, you let us know that? which ones are you, bad. Every time you talk about our shows, it's always like, yeah, it's good. Mostly, it's mostly good. It's not every time. Sometimes. Every time. <laughs> I don't I don't insult our own shows every time. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. sometimes. Um there's also our other podcast, the Game Spoilers podcast, is our game club. Uh, that's why we're playing The Outer Wilds recently. Um, we're going to be talking about that with uh, returning guest Shane in the next few weeks, so watch out for that one. Uh, also, The Pecking Order is our third podcast. That's about pop culture kissability. Uh, we rank characters' uh, kissability in pop culture, in case you couldn't guess. Um, you can also find the occasional written word on our website. Uh, if you want to support us, you can uh, rate this show uh, positively, please, on your uh, podcast service of choice. That might just be like a heart or a tick or like a subscribe or a plus or whatever it is on your service. Or it could be like five-star rating and some words on iTunes, whatever whatever you got. Uh, if, you, if you're enjoying the show, if you could give us a nice rating, that would be great. Um, also just wanted to say thank you to, uh, to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for Minimap Cast. Uh, you can listen to Shook's music uh, at shook.com bandcamp.com I, uh, I I paused right before I said that last bit about Shook because I normally get to that point at the end of my rigmarole and like I don't know if you know this about me Jeremy but I have a, a really really slight lisp with my like ch sounds and my sh sounds I did not know that yeah you might not ever notice it but like yeah. sometimes uh, if I've, I've been I'm like sure well now as the person who usually like who listens to, to an extra hour and a half of your voice <laughs> yeah well, maybe yeah I'll, I'll try and make it super crisp for you this this week yeah. thank um, you thank you but I was leaning into that one I'm like oh no I'm gonna mess this up I, so I had to pause just like just center myself and, and yeah. restart override um Jeremy, it's a weird week of games. I don't think we're going to uh, let me say this now and I'll probably curse us and we'll go for three hours. I don't think this is going to be a very long podcast. Um, I don't think so will either. But what I want to hear from first is you talking about the good life. The good life. Oh. What is this? <laughs> and does it have anything to do with uh, Alicia Florrick? No, 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 Kerry, you're getting mixed up. <laughs> Kerry, you're getting... <laughs> no, 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 Kerry, you, no? You, you've, made, you've, made a, you've made an error. That is not the good life. No? <laughs> fuck, that, that one really caught me off guard. Kerry, that's the good wife. Oh, the good wife. Oh, the hit TV series from 2009. I see. Wait, isn't there a, isn't there a spin-off show to that show? There is. I don't know what it's called. The good wife spin-off is called The Good Fight. The Good Fight. The Good Fight. Uh... No, this is not about Alicia Florrick. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was storing that in my memory bank since the first time you mentioned this game, like, earlier in the week. I'm like, what the hell is that? Is that a Good Wife game? <laughs> I, I would play a Good Wife game. That, game. that show was good. That show was, that was good. Right. That was good. Be um, great. Yeah. Good network TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, the good life... Now I have to make sure I'm going to say it correctly. <laughs> Out of Worlds. Out, Out of, of Worlds. <laughs> um, is a game by Placim, uh, which I had never heard of before. Um, 
And I'm just going to double check his credit in the game because Swery is uh, involved in this game. Now, the for those creator. unfamiliar, like myself, I don't remember what he's been a part of. What, what's his claim to fame? Why do we know his name? Deadly Premonition, Gary. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, did you mean Dead Tui Premonition? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Dead Tui Premonition, A Blessing in Disguise. I'm talking about Deadly Premonition. Oh, the first um, one, I see. The first one, yes. This is the man responsible for Zack. Uh, for Zack? Isn't that the alter ego of... of oh, okay. yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I don't know him as Zack. I know him as... um. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, no, because he says, that's right, Zach. Uh, his name is, oh, fuck. What the hell is his name? <laughs> Sorry, Fran- I'm Fran- Francis York Morgan. That's it. Yes, that's it. Francis that's a very Red Dead Redemption name. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, so, so, so the good life is developed by, what did I say? Place him and, mm. or pl- playism and, uh, White Owl, I think is the name of Swery's team. Um, or his studio. Um, but yeah, it's the latest game from the mind behind Deadly Premonition. Uh, this game, all right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take you through, uh, this game. So I load it up. I don't know anything about it. I've seen Swery post on Instagram about it a few times in between him posting about how he's the drink king. Um, <laughs> which is just pictures of him holding a beer. He's been, he's been posting a lot about his latest game, The Good Life, and I didn't know anything about it. And I know how twisted this man's mind is when it comes to some of the things that he makes. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just give it a go because it's on Game Pass. Just downloaded it, saw what it was, and went, sweet. Did have a little quick peek as I was on the store page, saw that the game was rated two stars on Xbox. And two I went, stars? Oh, well, this can only, this can only bode well considering the game had been out for about four hours at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I load up the game and I've got a, I've got a couple of screenshots, which I'm just going to load up on my phone to reference as I was, as I was going through it. So the first thing that pops up is, you know, a lot of games have got like auto saving, right? And they'll give you a little, a little indicator like, Hey, just uh, letting you know, don't turn the game off while it's or while this symbol appears. Cause you can fuck up the auto save. What this game says is this, it, it's got an icon, which looks like the Earth's, Earth Nation icon from Avatar. The icon appears when the game is saving. Don't turn off the power when you see this icon or horrible things will happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I wonder what sort of game this is. In this game, you are a like a, a photojournalist named Naomi um, who goes to like a town. Uh, I don't remember the name of the town. You're basically tasked to expose the weird things that are happening in this town. And this town is perfect. It is. Everybody's very happy. There's a, there's a, a tavern. There's a, a, a lovely lady in a wheelchair who owns the hotel uh, that, that you're staying in. Um, she just gives you the room to stay in. Uh, but it's like it's like a room at the back. It's like it's like a barn kind of. It's like a cabin. Um, there's also like a like a like a picture book story just before this happens, which t- like it takes you through the tale of of a of a couple who who own a cat, 
and they sell the cat for like a lot of money and then go I don't quite remember that because I was sort of half paying attention going this is very strange and has like nothing to do with the beginning of the game um anyway Naomi goes around like meet people and 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 everything's very very perfect and it's very off and Naomi is very like I hate this place and this place is a hellhole she says the word hellhole a lot when describing this perfect town that you're living in and I, I I met a man who is the who is the 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 maid of D I guess is the name of the of his job of an of a very fancy hotel. His name is Morris Downer, and he looks <laughs> like uh, he looks like a like like a he looks like the father of an Adams family type type role, right? Okay. Um, it's a bit uh, clandestine. Yeah, but like a very old, very rickety, you know, skinny legs, skinny arms, big mustache sort of thing. I was talking to him about the town. And one of the things that he mentioned is that he, he's, he's not a very happy fellow. And he says, due to being constantly pursued by the angel of death, I haven't slept for the past 30 years. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a very fucking odd thing. And I'm like, this is getting really weird. And my husband was a true player and he's going, this is like kind of creepy. I'm kind of into this. And like nothing looks good in this game. Like it, it's fine. Like it, everything looks okay, but it doesn't look great. Hmm. Um... And the walking speed is like so slow unless you run, in which case you have stamina. And I don't know why you have stamina in this fucking game. And you can hold down B to skip <laughs> as you walk, which is the exact same speed as walking. What? You mean like like you're at primary school, like skipping? Yeah, yeah skipping. Skipping through. There's a, there's a hunger meter. There's a life meter. There's a, a, a 24-hour clock that is going around, which makes it daytime or nighttime. You're and saying I'm all so- these things, and I'm like, lightning returns, rust. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. And so, and you've got like a, a camera, so you can go into first person and take photos of things. And there's like a there's like a, like a intranet where you can upload photos and get points based on the photos you've taken and what's in them. And it gets to around six p.m. in game, and the the woman in the wheelchair comes up and goes like, "Oh, like it's getting late. You don't want to be out while it's dark." And I'm like, why not? And she's like, because I said so. That's why not. And I'm like, why not? And she's like, I, you don't want to be out while it's dark. And I'm like, Ooh, well, I'm, I, I definitely want to be out while it's dark. I need to know what, what's up with this, what's up with this fucking town. And it's a, it's a bit creepy. It's a, it's a, it's a bit eerie. And it gets to midnight, and everybody turns into cats. <laughs> Everybody in the town, everybody in the town, turns into a cat. Okay. (laughs) Apart from this, like lady with red hair, she runs, and so you start chasing her through the town, trying to find out what's going on. Ah, you can skip. Uh, (sighs) You then end up in a witch's house, (laughs) the house of a witch. And she starts talking to you about, oh, well, you know, like, I'll give you a potion and it'll, like, help you. It, it's, she, she, she wants drugs and they, they, it, like, they, like, very explicitly mention that it's basically drugs. <laughs> and so you then go on this really quick fetch quest, you go a bunch of items, take them back to the, to the witch and she makes you a potion. And then the potion turns you into a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so uh-huh. now you can also transform into a cat at will, which is an interesting gameplay mechanic. Twilight because, Princess. 
Yeah, but like you can like attack as a cat. Also, you can like kick in this game. There's just the kick button. And so I just started going after people and kicking them and like they don't, they don't. Uh, the three verbs, walk, <laughs> skip and kick. And kick. And like, they don't, like none of the, like they'll go, ow, and they'll like flinch, but like they won't like, they won't care at all. Um, and then, yeah, when you're a cat, you can hit and you can get into fights with other animals and climb up the sides of occasional buildings with very, very little animation involved. Like, like model of a cat walking just gets turned 90 degrees facing upwards, goes up the side of a wall and then goes back to regular again once you get to the top of a church. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think I'm going to play this game again. But <laughs> for a good hour and a half to two hours i thought this game was going to be very scary and it turns out it's just sincerely like cute and sweet and happy is it just like a kid's game i don't know because it's it's not i don't know who this game is for because kids are not going to find it fun i didn't find it that particularly fun i just found it very strange and very (laughs) very interesting Uh uh-huh not not in a not in a good way the game self-describes itself as a debt management simulator. Um, Gary has to quickly step away from the mic to close the door and started laughing the moment I said that. You 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 have to like, you have to pay off like a 30 million pound debt or something what in the, the game. Fuck? I don't, I, I didn't get that far and I don't think I'm going to. It's like, it's like a, it's very strange. It's very, very strange. But he's making a space, you know, he's got his space of his games and they're <laughs> fucking weird and like, you know, who am I to judge? Um, but I, what I played, I didn't think it was very good at all. <laughs> okay. Questions? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, it's day one game pass, so don't pay money for it. Um, it's right there. What else has Swery been doing? Aside, like, did he do Deadly Premonition 2? Yeah, yeah, that was him. So that was probably like the last thing he did because that was like what, like eighteen months ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was not long. That was not that long ago. What before then? What before uh, Daily Premonition? Two, because oh, one Daily- was like fifteen years. Uh, one was not that long ago. Um, Daily Premonition came out in. Was that like three hundred and sixty in PS three? It's two thousand and ten. It's ten. It's eleven years old. Oh, okay. Um. All right, in between uh, Deadly Premonition 1 and 2, uh, he's most famously known for Dark Dreams Don't Die, um, D4. Which uh, I have heard about that. Yeah. Um, and The Missing was his other, was, was his other like, known one, which uh, was a, a game about a trans girl, I want to say. Uh just reading from the Wikipedia page for The Missing. <laughs> the Missing, subtitle, J.J. McField and the Island of Memories. Oh, that um, sounds familiar. <laughs> K- Kotaku highlighted the game for its trans- transgressive and shockingly frank in talking about LGBTQA plus issues. Um, transgressive. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Metro appreciated the game's, quote, surreal mix of coming, coming of age drama and genuinely creepy uh, survival horror. Okay. Uh, app- right. Apparently, apparently, this game is really quite good. Um, I, I've I've heard pretty good things about it. Um, the missing, not the good wife. Yeah, the missing. Yeah, no, the 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 good life is not a thing that I that I've heard anything about <laughs> leading up to me playing it. So, what, um, when did you hear about it? Because I hadn't heard about it until you mentioned it. The good life. 
Yeah. Oh, like over the past month, just from Swery socials. Okay. It wasn't like a, this is so bad. And you were like, no, wow, no, I, I've is- heard literally nothing about it from anybody. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Swery's still working on a game with Suda and Toyama, who, uh, the creator of Silent Hill. <laughs> The, right, the, the, okay. uh, the, like all three of them have been working on a project for a very long time. I have no idea if it's ever going to come out, but I really, really hope it does. Um, but like, I would be that's so keen a lot to see of it. weird in one bucket. You got Suda, Deadly Premonition. Swery. You got Suda Fifty One. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That's a lot of weird. Yeah, uh, Jeremy, I don't have any. I don't know what to make of what you told me. I don't. I risk my case. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you think it goes for? Uh, look, based on his previous games, like 20 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, hang on. Uh, I, I honestly have no idea. I, I could see it being a six-hour game. Looks like two people have completed it. Mm-hmm. On, uh, on what's this, how long to beat? Um, we've got... Uh, 30 hours for main plus 30 hours and 17 hours 10 minutes for main plus so that's oh that's not mainline story but that's so seemingly minimum like 15 hours fuck <laughs> of what of walking and skipping and kicking there are like detective elements and there is photography elements and apparently there's combat. So like, fuck if I know. <laughs> All right. Well, good on you, Sweary, I guess. Maybe I give it another go. Why? Because Morbid I'm going to... curiosity? Because I'm going to have a fever very soon. So like, you know, maybe, maybe that's the natural state to play the good yeah. life. We are actually recording this at, in a time slot that's like before Jeremy's. If Jeremy has any side effects, we're we're trying to record this before they they come on for yeah. the before the onset. Um. Yeah, like I, yes, I I had my jab, uh, three, three hours, hours ago, ago now. Yeah, yeah. It, almost exactly three hours ago. So like, we're on the it's clock. It's coming. <laughs> I'm gonna eat, get drunk, and go straight to fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeremy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, might just have a bit of background noise on my end. My neighbor is reversing, and they have a big truck that makes noises when they do that. Um, oh bloody hell! Uh, where do we go from there? Just, just let, just talk to me about Metroid. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what. I don't. <laughs> sure. So uh, I've, I've played more. I've, I've, I've played more Metroid Dread, and and it feels like a. You know, like I said last time, this is the first Metroid game I'm playing, um, but it feels like a real Metroid game now because I have the Morph Ball. Um, oh. That's, that's like, that's the that's the ticket. That's the doorway. That's the, yep. You're a real Metroid now. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, I'm, yeah, like it's, it's still just really good. I've, I've beaten some bosses, which is really cool. Um, fought like a big dragon fucking thing. Um, got different suits now. Like I'm, I'm really in the thick of it. Um, th- this game is really good. This game is genuinely really outstanding. Um, 
the the way the the world wraps around itself you know like we've spoken about that in the past like you know using things like dark souls and stuff as as examples um this this does like the the gated off zones but have shortcuts to each other really really interestingly and and will they will bring you back to the zones that you have been in previously and then immediately show you something that you can now do that you couldn't last time in a way that's super, 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 super smart. Um, like they, like they are just pulling, they, they're gloating, right? Like they're really just showing off um, in, in a way that's really enjoyable to play um, because they're showing off something that is incredibly well, like incredibly well designed and really smart. So I'm having just a really fun time with it. Um, the the stealth the stealth stuff with the Emmys um is is really uh it it, it they manage to keep it sort of fresh um after you find a new Emmy zone because they all sort of have a little different like not like a, not quite a quirk because they're all they're all mostly the same but they'll get faster and they'll they'll sort of complement the the level that they're in um the these Emmys that are that are these giant robots that. Uh, insta kill you unless you do a really really tight parry um they just stalk you in in these areas and they can they can hear you and they can they, they know when you're shooting and they know when you jump and they will follow you around until they see you and then charge at you and, and then kill you um every time you are in one of those zones you can get like a like power up to actually destroy um the emmys um and the way the power up works is you get like a lot of energy in your gun and you shoot it like you've got like a like a like a fully automatic version of your gun for a limited amount of time. Um, limited being until you destroy the Emmy. Um, you then destroy the shield of the Emmy and then you charge it up and then shoot it in the eye and it blows up. Um, the areas that they set you up in that you have to like because uh, a lot of it is running, turning around, shooting, and then running and turning around, shooting. They'll give you like a good amount of corridor to shoot all the way down through. So you have like a bit of, a little of space, a bit of distance. Mm. Um, and it's like the perfect amount. Um, any more, any less, I'd be like, oh, it's too easy. Oh, it's too hard. Like it is so tight. It is so, so refined. Um, I'm probably, I don't know, maybe like maybe two thirds of the way through now. I'm, I'm pretty sure based on playtime and, and how other people have been going with it. Um, I've heard the, the final boss is quite difficult, um, but I am I am really having just a blast playing it. It is so 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 fun. Yeah, um, that's awesome. It's just a like it's just a solid game. It's just like a solid fucking nine out of ten for me at the moment. It, and you know, willing to go higher. Like, there's nothing. Like, there's really not much in it that I'm like. This is like I'm. I don't enjoy. Wow. It's nearly all just really fucking solid. That's that's really cool. I would not have seen that coming from the E3 reveal this year. You know, um, I'm still yeah, not you, mad you on the not. graphics having having not played it. Um, you know, I look at it and I'm like, oh, this looks like Samus Returns on 3DS, but they they put it to Switch. No, nah, like, I think it, I think it looks better than that. I think you should like. Well, that's the get, thing. Everyone who's played it thinks it looks better than that. So, like, I'm willing to defer to the to the people who have had experience with it in, on that one. Maybe um, either either watch the watch the trailer again, 
or maybe even go back and have a look at what Samus Returns looks like. <laughs> maybe yeah. your mind has colored it a little bit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been so cool seeing everyone's uh, positive reception of it. It's definitely one I'm looking forward to picking up when I've got a bit of, bit of time. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I, I think very fondly of playing Zero Mission ages ago. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. That's great news. Um, do you foresee a yearning, a desire, a want to revisit some of the previous entries in the 2D Metroid series? Maybe. Um, I have thought about it. Um, and my housemate has also been like, I can't wait for you to like this game so I can recommend you more. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, like, maybe. Uh, going forward, yes. Like, uh, all, all Metroid games after this, totally. Right. Um, I I don't I don't have any interest in playing the first person ones. Um, really, that yeah. fascinates me. Yeah, I just like like I I watched I watched my housemate play through most of one of them, uh, too. Um, and I yeah I just like I looked at one yeah, controlling with a Wiimote like I. If they brought it to Switch, I'd probably be more inclined to give it a go because I could just sit there with, like, you know. A controller, yeah. yeah. Like uh, the the motion control stuff in it. Like I I don't really have a whole lot of desire to to do that. But like some of the other stuff, yeah. Like you know, Super Metroid is the one that like everybody played, right? That was like the big one for that series. Um, and some of the other ones, sure. Like the you know, there's rumors that they're going to bring out some of the, some of the other ones in a in a collection that's floating around. But like whether or not that's real or not, who knows? Um, but I would be down to to give that a go. Cool. Fair enough. I'm uh, Metro- a, so real quick, the, the, the first person ones, that's Metroid prime, right? That's prime. Yes. One, two, okay. and three. Right. So Metroid prime four will be a first person one. Yes, it will be. If that game exists, <laughs> if that game ever comes out. Yeah, it, it exists, but yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's funny. I've only played Metroid prime three. I didn't play one or two. I was kind of too young when they came out, honestly, because they're, the 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 3D Metroid games they're very spooky, very mature I would say, um, very intense. Uh, but they're gorgeous. So I think that those games they seem to have teething issues of being on the front of um, twin stick controller uh, first person gameplay. Because you know this, they were they were coming out contemporaneously to like Half Life and Half Life Two. You know, like they when when the the industry was sort of still figuring that stuff out. So um, that's why people like the Wii versions because they're like they are an upgrade on the GameCube versions, which are clunky and a bit awkward. Um, so it's interesting that you say you don't like it. Um, they would definitely have to put some work into those games to make them proper, like now traditional dual thumbstick style like to make them switch controller compatible they'd have to put a good amount of work into those alleged remasters that might be coming out for prime um but they'd be crazy not to they they'd like that they, they would be absolutely silly not to do that yeah yep 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 uh cool so i'm gonna i I've got two things here that I like check-ins. One that I don't want to talk about much because it'll spoil everything if I talked about any of it. 
And then another one of this free-to-play game. So we're just going to blast through these real quick, quick likes. And there's, and there's also there's also Smash. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do that at the end? Yeah, let's, let's just jump in real quick now. Um, uh, I, I got Sora in Smash today. It came out like hours ago, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. like six hours ago or something. Um, and I played a couple of games against Kerry. Um, and First time in some. years. First time in years that Kerry and I have played Smash. Um, mostly because I don't think Nintendo was online. Could cut it back then, and it didn't back then. It did now. It was fine today when we played. I had no issues. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's um, he, he, he's real fun to play. Uh, he looks really good. He's got a great design. Um, like we spoke mostly about how our feelings about him in, in the game uh, last time, but uh, having... Uh, Having played him now, um, he's really fun to play. He's very light. He's very quick. Um, and he's got a lot of, like, varied attacks that are colorful and bright. I don't know anything about competitive Smash Brothers. I have no idea if yeah. he'll be banned in comp or whatever, you know, and I I, I don't care. Um, he's really fun to be as, and he's got good music, um, and his stage is, is kind of neat, and plenty of costumes. Yeah, his all... costumes I think are a real standout because they're mm. so individualized. Yeah. Like when you when you go when you when you're with young young Link and you're like, oh, I'll try the different costumes. It's like just different colored tunics. But this yeah. is like he he has different poses for his different costumes, which represent the different entries in the series. Mm-hmm. And they come up with different like entry things. And I don't know if they have different winning poses, but there's a lot uh, of distinct uh, stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like he's got f- five unique models. Yeah, I think because it's Kingdom Hearts one, two, three, Dream Drop Distance, and the the the, the Toon Sora, the the Steamboat Willie Sora, and then the others are just uh, redos Recolors. of Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they are they are from the forms from Kingdom Hearts two, which is also like a mechanic thing too, which is neat. Um. Yeah, he's really fun to play. Like he's just got some some really enjoyable attacks in the game, um, and is really quick, um, and is just like fits in naturally with the rest of the roster. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like he seemed to play, um, like his range was great, and some of his some of his attacks like properly hit, and he's really mm. floaty. Um, but he doesn't have a bunch of mechanics that are really hard to grasp on your first time yeah. playing like like min min's different hands or steve's like minecraft resources um yeah it's kind of he's another sword guy and that's fine <laughs> mm. yeah he's, 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 and it's one of the one of the few dlc characters that are well like not few dlc characters but one of the one of the dlc characters that doesn't have a yeah like doesn't have resource management like even banjo kazooie mm. do like they've got yeah. the they've got the five feathers that they can use before you run out um so yeah it, it's been real fun fun yeah. character you you let me know anytime you want to you want to you want you want to face off jeremy i'll be there <laughs> okay and I'll, I'll turn items off this time yes yeah with items it's a it's a it's a lot uh cool so let's just let's just blitz through the stuff i've, I've been playing um i alluded sure. to saying i i played a bit more bug snacks that was just yesterday um played like a couple of hours I like that game the more I play it. I think that game makes a really bad first impression. Yeah, I remember you saying that last time. 
Um, and I that I continue to think that like the more of the characters you meet, the whole point of that, the whole thing of that game is meeting more of the characters, getting them to come back to the town. But when you start, there's like literally no one in the town. And so it's like really lonely and it's like cloudy and rainy and everyone hates each other. And it's like, it's not that fun of an atmosphere to be in, I found. Um, and so after, after you get like six or seven of them, and so that's sort of like your regular roster. And a lot, a lot of them start like communicating nicely to each other. Um, and then you start adding to that. That's when it feels like it's, it really kind of picks up. And that's also when you get the most tools. And so like you feel kind of, you're not running up against, um, what's this? Oh, I have no idea how to do this. I'll come back later because this is clearly something I'm not ready for yet. Um, it's more like I have the tools for this. What can I, how can I make this work? Um, and they get, they get pretty clever with it. Um, there's this thing that happens. You, so it turns out you can fully transform a Grumpus, which is if you change all parts of their body, which is forearm, upper arm, both sides, like lower leg, upper leg, both sides. Um, then it's teeth, nose, top of head, horn. So like kind of ear locations. Um, I think, and then once you've done all of those, it lets you do body. Oh, did I say nose? Yeah. Yeah. And then it lets you do body. And when you do the body, their whole body at that point, because like you've changed all of their appendages and then their torso stops being fluff and it becomes whatever you make it. Um, and so they just become entirely this motley collection of bug snack. It's right. really weird. Okay. It's it's so weird. And so then the only thing that I dent that like changes them from being something else cuz you've changed their hair, so you don't know what their hair looks like anymore. So the only thing that distinguishes them is they're like if they've been wearing glasses or if they've got a tie or a different clo different clothes on. But like some of them are really like similar in build. And so this one I was like, "You were purple and I just turned you into like a peanut butter jelly sandwich." And I have no idea who you are anymore if I see you in town. So, like, I, I went and found a purple snack <laughs> and caught that, <laughs> fed it to them, and um, and then made their body purple. So I was like, okay, you're floofy, and I remember that you're floofy, and you're kind of hideous, and I hope I never have to do that to any of the other bug snacks because this is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. This game's weird. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Sam and I have been talking and Sam was like, oh, I love playing this, having played it myself, which Sam doesn't normally do, right? And they're saying, I can get to see when you struggle. And it's usually on the things that I struggled with. And I could be like, oh, it wasn't me. There's just parts of this game that are a bit, <laughs> that are a bit of juice. Like some of the boss fights are a bit like they give you a lot of what you need to make it happen. But some of it's a bit sort of figure it out. Um, it could be a bit of juice. So Sam's like, oh wasn't it wasn't me it wasn't me being bad at this it was it was like yeah no so there's some things in this that are like not not perfect right. um but this it's just got so much heart and the 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 dialogue reveals itself to be better and better the more i play as well cool that's good yeah so that's that's your bug snacks check-in i'll let you know when i finish it i'm getting close uh on the weekend i also played a bunch of uh, mario galaxy again that's not a that's not this isn't groundbreaking. I don't have any new take. I just like it a lot. So I wanted to mention it. <laughs> Great. 
The soundtrack's so good. Like, maybe one of the best in all of games. Like, it's just so good. I just love it so much. And there were there were a bunch of levels I came across that were like, uh, there are these comets that happen in Galaxy uh, when you beat, like, the main three stars of a big level. Um, when the comet is flying, when a particular type of comet is flying by that particular level, it modifies one of the stages. Um, and there's a daredevil comet, which basically turns into like a one hit modifier where you only have one life instead of three. Um, and usually it's take on this boss with one, one health. And I got to this boss and this is on the, the original time, the first go through it. And it, the boss music started and the sound effects for the boss started. And I'm like, oh, I know you. I've been here before. I've been here many, many, many times before. Like, it was this, like, it was called the Bouldergeist. And when it summons boulders, it goes like, oh. And I heard that sound. I'm like, ah, yeah, no, I I did this like a dozen, dozens of times in a row doing the Daredevil challenge, like, 13 years ago and so all right. of a sudden i was just i was just back there immediately hearing that sound yeah mm -hmm. and so i was doing it the original time first time when i came across the boss and i got hit once so i'm like ah oh, damn well i okay i beat this level because i had health uh i'll be interested to see how the daredevil challenge goes anyway beat it came back out went to the world map i'm like oh it's ready for me the daredevil challenge is here okay let's try it because it rotates and i got it first try and it was very satisfying right, cool <laughs> Um, it was good to, it, but it was just interesting how quickly, like just hearing like slight cues, something I hadn't thought about in years. And I was like, I've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, everyone should play that game. It's fantastic. Um, I should probably go back uh, at some point, huh? Pardon? I should probably play that at some point, huh? Yeah. Considering how much you love 3D Mario games. Yeah. Yes, you should. Yeah. Like I forget, what I, do you think about Mario sixty four? Uh, it's it's good. It's like a, it's a really good game. Um, it's it you know, it shows its age, but it, it's a very good game. Right. This is newer Mario sixty four because you don't have flood and you don't have Capian rolling like you do in Odyssey. Like it's basically just Mario sixty four's move set on yeah. top of fancier levels. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so joyous. I love it so much. Um, I heard, incidentally, I heard someone saying on the weekend they didn't like 64 because they tried Galaxy first and they were like, oh, 64 just feels like like Galaxy 0.5. That was the reason I didn't go into Galaxy because I wanted to do Sunshine first because then I'd never go back to Sunshine. <laughs> but then I didn't really like Sunshine that much. So like, Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've found in my times with Sunshine, I just bounce off it pretty naturally. Yeah. I, do you get to that boss fight? The roller coaster. The roller coaster. Yeah, I did do that. That was one of the worst things I'd ever played. <laughs> it's pretty weird, isn't it? The aiming's very off. It's awful. It's fucking like terrible. It's also like not Mario. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was. What it, is it? It was maybe like it was maybe the worst thing that I'd ever played that was made by Nintendo. <laughs> like I'm actually trying to think of anything that was worse. Uh, some of the early stuff's not great. Yeah, but I haven't played a lot of it. Fair enough. No, never played a never... Donkey Kong game. You never played Donkey Kong Country? Nope. Oh. Oh well, I've, wow. I've done. Okay, I've I've done like some of the first level on Nintendo Online, but that's it. 
Wow, that's fascinating. I mean, you know, Donkey Kong, not country. Eh. You know, I think that's good to play for half an hour once and then it's like you, you get it. Oh, well, as in like the <laughs> as in arcade Jump Man. game. Oh, okay. No, I've played that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just a Donkey Kong Country game. So that's fascinating. Never played Donkey Kong 64? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember it that well. That, that was a weird game. Yeah. I should, I've, I've been thinking I should, I should maybe play Tropical Freeze. I've been thinking. Yeah. Uh, so we alluded to this at the top of the show as well, but I, yes, yesterday I was playing a lot of the Outer Wilds DLC um, and earlier this week as well. I don't much how I don't know how much I could talk about this, which is difficult because it's a podcast and the whole reason we're here is to talk. <laughs> so what I'm going to suggest is I am going to be purposefully vague. But anyone who has played the original game and is going to get the DLC and is interested in playing it, anyone who like didn't play the original game and is interested in playing the DLC or the main game, um, or anyone who wants to like watch the stream and discover some of these things for yourself. Like maybe just jump out for five minutes or skip ahead five minutes. This game does best when you are discovering things for the first time and having that ruined by some chucklehead like me is going to uh, that like you will miss some of the point of a lot of what makes this game special, I think. So if you want to experience any part of that for yourself, um, here's your little chance to duck out. Um, but otherwise, welcome. Here we go. I'm just going to talk briefly vaguely about the dlc for outer wilds um so there's this whole other world they introduce you to this whole other pocket world that sort of observes your galaxy that you get dropped into and it's in disarray but it's quite beautiful it is much like the rest of the galaxy in the main game in that there is an ancient civilization that you're walking through the remains of and no one's there. They're all gone. Yeah. And finding the the, the the one of the main things with this game is light. With this DLC, rather, is light. Light opens doorways. It it it's using your torches how you steer raft. It steer the raft across the river, and it's how you open um, doors. I said that already. And <laughs> um, there are things where it's like if you. Uh, if certain places have a lack of light, then they then they reveal something, stuff like that. So light's a big part of this. And um, you learn this sort of culture's, this civilization's history by projectors, like a lantern going through a, a, a slideshow reel, and they'll show you stuff. Um, but there's a feeling of dread that comes with this game, with comes with this DLC, that you don't get in the main game. I was watching one of my clips from when I streamed the first few hours of the game uh, three or four weeks ago now of the main game not the dlc and the architecture the lighting the the way it's all built it all feels much more welcoming to explore than the areas in the dlc there's a feeling in the dlc of that like there's no there's there's just ambient sounds there's next to no music that happens a lot of the music that does happen is incredibly effective because of that. And then when it when the music is there, it's also it also can be quite 
ominous. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about much more, but I've never experienced We played Soma for Game Spoilers podcast. Was that earlier this year or it was last year, wasn't it? Uh no, it was this year, I wanna say. This year, right. Wow. Right? <laughs> Fucking right. I don't know. Maybe 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 close to a year ago, I wanna say. Uh I'll whether, it was, it up. whether it was end of last year or start of this year, I'm not sure. Uh but we did that uh for Game Spoilers podcast. And that's a horror game. That is an out and out horror game. December. Cool. Um, yeah, that's an out and out horror game, right? Yeah. Um, that game is really scary. That game made me think, and you know, it asked a lot of philosophical questions too. So you know, stuff that I would ruminate on, and you know, it's talking about like if someone imprints your brain, is that like different to if you get put in a body? Is that different to if you were cloned, or you know? So that's fun to sort of think about. But that game didn't keep me up at night. This DLC has, as of last night, kept me awake at night. And that is something I've never experienced before. After I mean, and that said, I don't necessarily watch a lot of horror movies or anything like that. But Yeah, I was going to say, like, have you played any other horror games than those two? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Not really. And so maybe I'm just, you know, a horror lightweight. But it turns out these guys made a horror game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, who told them they were allowed to do that? <laughs> like, it, 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 it's, it's, it's horror. It's, it's. Like, there's no it, gore. There's no, there's no, no thing like and, that. But the, and the, the mood like, setting and the tension is so well strung. It's also sectioned off, I think is the most important thing. Yes. Um, it's, it's not a game where you can, like, it, it, it so interestingly, it's so hard to talk about this because we, like we so don't want to, um, uh, we we want to save it for the other for the other episode, the long one. But like it's this game didn't make me as scared because the the horror stuff is is deliberately like sectioned off in a way that you can't really stumble upon it once you find it. Yeah. So that made it less scary. I also, think that's fair. Also, there was a technique that I used, which I'm not going to tell you. Okay, I'll, I'll it, hear about that in the Game Spoilers podcast. Made made it made it uh, a lot more palatable, and that's that's not the one that I, that I told you about on stream. Okay, it's um, yeah, it's 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 a lot, and it's the kind of thing where it's like, I I, I don't know, like the the they. This this game is quite good at, at creating an atmosphere and creating an environment and creating a tone. You get that when you come across uh, ancient structures in the main game or scenes of uh, a previous civilization's struggle. And you really get hit with those moments, even although like there's no slick animation. It's usually just a bit of music and the context of the situation and then you see the result of it and it and it does a really good job at eliciting a feeling inside of you, or at least inside of me, right? And they employ all of those techniques to great effect to fill this entire DLC with with unease and uncertainty and uh, a wanting to understand, but uh, a fear. There's a there's a real fear in this DLC. 
I think. For me, at least. Yeah. Yes, there is. I can't anyway. talk more about it. I can't. I, I know. I, I, I can talk even less than you can because I know. Yeah. Or well, at least I have, I have theories and reads. So. Yes. Well, you finished it, right? And I haven't. I'm, I'm getting close, but. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that. I, I, I did finish it. I finished it uh, early this week. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to refrain from talking about it anymore on the podcast, I think. Uh, maybe I said that last week and here we are. Um, but yeah, basically reflecting on this game, playing it the first time, playing it more this week, playing the DLC now. Um, I don't. There are parts of the DLC that aren't quite as refined as the main game. However, this game is still a masterpiece. Anyone who yeah. hasn't played it before who is vaguely interested in uh, exploration and sort of do-it-yourself detective work kind of a deal. Like, that's a big part of this is sort of following threads and seeing where they all go and seeing how this galaxy's mysteries interweave and form a, a web of information that span from all of the planets to all of the other planets. Um, it's really special. Everyone, yep. I really think, should give it a go. It's on Switch. It's on PS4. It might be on Xbox. I think it is. It was on Game Pass at some point. It's on PC. Whatever yeah, you not, can play it on. Pass anymore. All right, okay. But it should be on Xbox. Um, yeah. Whatever you can play it on, just do it. It's fantastic. It might not be your style. It might be a bit slow. Um, but it's worth it's worth a shot. Uh, and then Jeremy. I was playing a game the other night that Sam and I have seen on YouTube and you came online and we were streaming in Discord and you said, what the hell is this? Um, oh, right. Yeah. I've been playing a free-to-play game called Super Auto Pets. Uh, it's currently in beta. It's an auto battler similar to Auto Chess, uh, which is something I'm not too familiar with, but you know, the, I'm familiar with the vague concepts of like you get a shop and they come with different units um, and you they have different abilities and you can buy, you know, your, your team, you can have a team of five units. And if you buy more of the same unit and like stack them on top of each other, they sort of level up. And so you can get a level one or a level two or a level three unit. Uh, and then you can buy items that like buff those units, except the catches, they're all like animal emojis so it's like sheep and dodo and giraffe and elephant and peacock and bat and microbe and garlic it's <laughs> and it's all nonsense right because all of it is like oh garlic armor's good that means you get that means you get uh damage reduction minus two every time you get attacked that means like you put that on your really tanky enemy they'll be there for ages and it's like, oh, and if you put the ox in front of the peacock and then put like a really weak enemy in front of the ox, the ox is going to get a buff when the weak enemy dies. They're going to get melon armor, so they're going to be protected for 20 damage when they come through so they can take someone out for free in the next hit. It's really nerdy, right? It's just numbers with a facade <laughs> of like of like fields and sheep and and like deers and stuff. Um, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you've got like four lives. The goal is to get 10 wins with your team. Um, 
you if you draw you don't lose a life but you don't gain a win obviously um four losses and you're out 10 wins and you win and so you you go up against other people's teams that are up to the same turn that you are so they've had the same chance of resources that you've had um and you get more access to stronger animals as you progress through the game something that's one of the best parts is every time you start a new team like you've got a username but then every time you start a new team you are given the opportunity to name the team out of three adjectives and three nouns and so normally it's like smelly uh creamy is one of them that i don't really like (laughs) insolent (laughs) and then the other one's like hedges uh dinos or like <laughs> um, robots or something like that. So you could be the the insolent hedges or the the, the creamy robots, or you could be anything <laughs> of those. And they're so weird. <laughs> and so then when you start each round, you're like, oh, carries the smelly robots. <laughs> um, that's it's easily one of the highlights of the game. Yeah, right. Um, we're playing and we're like, this should be on phones. This is clearly going to be on phones. And when, as soon as it is, I don't think I'm, I'm going to have another conversation with Sam after dinner, after <laughs> like another month. Um, it's just, but you know, that's not a bad thing. It's just, it's quite, it, it's very Moorish, you know, the rounds are quick. The buy rounds are quick. The whole rounds are quick. Like you die pretty quickly overall. Um, but it's quite fun. Have you have you ever had any interest or any cursory interest in an auto battler like that, Jeremy, or auto chess or anything? Yeah, um, auto chess is one that I have played. Um, I didn't get super super far into it. It was it was sort of uh, it was when my phone was having real struggles playing some games, um, and so I, I I didn't I never played enough to to fall into it. Um, but like I have, I've seen, I've seen those games. They're fun. I, I enjoy them. Mm. Um, but I've, I haven't found my, I've, you know, Final Fantasy 14 make an auto battler. You know, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, right? Because like there's so, there's so much randomness to it. Like you don't get to choose what comes through the shop. Um, you just try and make a team that suits that, that sort of feeds off itself. Well, you know, where it's like, if you have an enemy that does well, if it gets hurt a lot, and you put an elephant in there, the elephant will hurt the the unit behind it. And so you could be buffing your unit that gets buffed when it gets hurt passively before you even get to the enemy front line and stuff like that. So if you if you can get that cadence and you can understand the mechanics and put it all together, it can be quite good. But there's so many animals. It's sort of the thing like, you know, to be good at magic or to understand how to build a magic deck or something like this, mm. you need to know the cards you need to know like a lot of the cards to have like a good chance of doing any of that and so like a good portion of getting into that is like oh yeah what do you do again oh and so you would be really good with that other card i saw earlier it's like oh what's this oh you would negate this whole team if i was trying to make you know it's it's about building this almost encyclopedic knowledge of barnyard animals <laughs> barnyard animals <laughs> 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 Yeah. Cool. So if you if you've ever had a an interest in anything like that before, you know, look it up. It's free. It's only on Steam for PC. Um, you can also get it on browser. I think someone was saying. Um, this thing, this this baby's sure as hell coming to phones in the next six months. So watch out for that. Um, What's the state of your phone currently in terms of its ability to play games? Um, it could play new ones. It would probably absolutely ruin the battery. It's like. 
I've probably had my phone for coming up to three years now, and it was two years old when I got it. So, like, maybe get like, a I new could, phone I could, for auto I battler. Could buy some stuff, but pardon. Maybe get a new phone for an auto battler. Oh, maybe <laughs> free to play auto battler makes me get the the ROG phone, the Razer phone. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Um, gonna get a new phone soon. Yeah, that's exciting. You gonna play an yeah. auto battler on it? Maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky, then maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, that's about it for what we've been playing. Uh, we're going to have a quick break and then we've got a bit to discuss afterwards as well Uh, so stay with us we'll be right back welcome back to the minimap cast in this episode 79 we are here to follow up on a topic that Jeremy and I discussed two weeks ago regarding Nintendo Switch Online and their new expansion pack service. Jeremy, uh, right before the weekend, mm. uh, there was an Animal Crossing Direct. Yeah. And they showed so much cool stuff for Animal Crossing. Version 2.0 is coming as a free update in November 5th. And they're adding Brewster uh, to the museum so you can go get a cup of coffee. And they're adding uh, exercise stretches. Yeah, morning (laughs) stretches. That you could do in the town center. That was very cute. Apparently that was in the first game or something like that. One of the old ones. Um, Froggy chair is back that apparently people really care about. Yep, froggy chair is back. So much stuff. A lot of, actually a lot, a lot of stuff for the free content update. As well as a paid DLC update. Uh, which is basically like a vacation designer thing. What's it called? It's called Happy Home Designer, I think. No, it's, it's Happy like. Home um, Resort. Happy Home Resort, I believe, because Happy Home Where's Designer the, is the is the mobile app. That's what I thought. I just can't see anything. The Happy Home Paradise, Paradise. DLC. That's Paradise. what it is. Thirty seven dollars fifty Australian. Not bad. Slightly less than half the price of the full game. Uh, retail that is at full retail price um you get a lot in there basically you get to make houses with uh extended creation tools um and get access to lots of new items and you get to make them for clients which is basically the other villages you get to make vacation homes for them so it's for those who liked building their house and want to do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again um and also get to meet more of the villages right it's a great way to meet more of the villages without having to uh like remove your like <laughs> um remove your current lineup from the yeah. roster yep yep without try without like mistreating them for six months to hope that they want to leave um and then at the end of this 20 minute presentation which was kind of a lot more than either of us were expecting actually we we started the podcast not the podcast. We started the presentation. Jeremy and I were just up anyway. And we're like, oh, let's watch this. And Jeremy's like, what do you want to see? I was like, ah, oh, geez, I don't know. And I said, what do you want to see? And Jeremy said, first person. <laughs> and we were like, ah, that's a good joke, Jeremy. And then fucking eight that. minutes in, they did it. You can be first person in this game with this like new photo mode. You like walk around with the camera in front of your face. 
but it's it's first person I Animal Crossing. I completely forgot about that. I made that joke. That's so funny. God, that was so weird. Um, anyway, at the end of this presentation, they announced the price. Hey, it's going to be $25 US, right? Which we found out later is $37.50. I'm like, hey, that's not bad. They're offering a lot. Um, it's less than half the price of the full game. For those who really want it, they really want it. That's going to be great. So you could pay $37.50 Australian or it's going to be included with the Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pass. The thing that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, which includes the N64 and Genesis collections, which you have to pay extra for. They revealed the price now that they also revealed that it could includes this extra current content. Um, Jeremy, for a year... For Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack in Australia, it is $59.95. That is exactly double the $29.95 of the standard Switch Online membership for an individual for 12 months. Whereas the family membership is going up to $109.95. That is exactly double the $54.95 for the Nintendo Switch Online only uh, family pass. Um... And this just absolutely took my breath away and not in a good way. Um, I, I was kind of stunned, like almost winded, like I'd been punched, you know? Yeah. I was speechless. And in case it's not obvious, I'll, I'll, I'll explain why. That is a lot of money. Yes, it is. <laughs> that yes, is much is. more... Considering how how much of a value proposition this nintendo switch online service has been for so long 30 dollars for the year and you get the online you get the nes online service you get the snes online service they have added later with all of the games they've added after the fact it's actually quite good it was a bit stingy earlier on but still pretty cheap now it is much more and it's still cheaper than the original for an, on an individual level um it's still cheaper than the competition but it's still much more um and you start to have to ask the questions of like oh well the Animal Crossing DLC is included in this. It's a little bit cheaper. I'm already paying for it. I'm already paying for online, which is $30 a year. If I add another $30 for the year, that's less than buying the $37.50 for the expansion parcel on its own. And I get N64 and Genesis games. Isn't that great? Except then you have to pay it for the next year. And then you have to pay it for the next year. And all of a sudden, that is much more money than the $37.50 than it is just for the Animal Crossing expansion pass. Um, and I went from being, you know, as I said, two weeks ago, when we had our big conversation, I was excited. I told you I was, I was teary when I heard that Ocarina of Time introduction music, when they introduced this concept to us, I, I, I nearly shed a tear. I didn't, but I nearly did thought about it. And I went from that to, well, probably not going to get that, am I? <laughs> Oh, how quickly they know to just twist the knife. <laughs> twist the knife, that's right. The initial stab was the announcement of, of an expansion pass of, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a higher tier, which just at that point included N64 games and Genesis games. Yeah. Genesis? Mega Drive? Saturn? Uh, Mega Drive, my bad, Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Good, good call, Mega Drive. Uh, and now it is just the knife has been in between the ribs mm -hmm. 
and Doug Bowser himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, nah, I, 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 I honestly doubt it's the American side. It's, it's more than likely the Japanese side. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Nintendo parent <laughs> Mario himself has turned the knife ninety degrees. He's back from the dead. Mario. Mario died, remember, on on March 30th. Oh my god, yeah, right. (laughs) The ghost of Mario. I love that that I said Mario's back from the dead and you said, Mario? (laughs) (laughs) Mario! Um, uh, Yeah, they just sure know how to, like, take a bad idea and make it worse, huh? (laughs) Yeah, man. And, and, like, I think I mentioned this last time, but, like, is this it? Is it going to be these two tiers? Are there going to be more? Mm-hmm. Are they going to charge more when they want to put fucking Game Boy games on there? Yeah, or maybe does do Game Boy games get lumped in with Nintendo Switch Online, but not expansion pack? Maybe that goes into the the not free tier, but the base tier. Who knows? I I think for me, they say expansion pack, right? And they've included their premiere. DLC package, one of the the first DLC packages they've offered that isn't Smash in I don't know how long. Like, what else was it? Like, maybe Splatoon, the Octolings. Pokemon. Oh, yeah, the Pokemon expansion passes. You're right. Uh, so that 2019 and then mid-2020. I'm expecting what? them to add more expansion passes to this service. Why didn't, why didn't they done that already? Put the first fighter pack on there. That... The, Honestly, that's a great idea. You should put the first Super Smash Brothers fighter pack on there. That's a great idea because that's that's old content now. That's like two. Who's going years back old. and buying that now? <laughs> Honestly, with Sora coming out, I think well, now that it's complete, right? I reckon they're going to be bringing. I reckon. I reckon a lot of people will be coming back. I reckon they would have lost money oh. if they had done that, but it's a good idea. <laughs> they should still have done but it. But they wouldn't have lost money. It's all profit at this point. It's just they would have yeah. made less. It is not losing money. <laughs> Well, sure. That's a yeah. That's a good point. I I think for me, they could only justify charging this much for it because they've put in new content, and like that's fine. They're welcome to do that, but it's a price. I I don't. I haven't loaded up Animal Crossing in fifteen months, maybe more. I haven't loaded it up in a long time. I'm going to be loading it up when version two point comes out. See all those new changes. Good enough reason for me to get back into it. But I don't necessarily want that expansion pass. That's a lot of time that you need to put into that game to get a good value out of it. Um, so if I get the expansion pack, it it really is just for the N64 games, of which many of them I want to play. We covered this already. I'll dabble in the Mega Drive stuff, play some Sonic, I guess. But 30 bucks? You want to pay 30 bucks for nine N64 games? Now, they're like... Like I said when I was sort of introducing this thing, the Nintendo Online service is quite um, quite a bit... It's a better value uh, now than it was when it initially launched because they've added a lot of stuff for no additional cost between then and now. Mostly the SNES service, like at all. Um, a lot of different games in the NES service. There's quite a lot of good classics in there. You know, you can play Super Metroid, Donkey Kong Country, all of the Donkey Kong countries, I think. Yeah, they're, play they're, they're all of the Mario Brothers games. <laughs> they run on your phone. <laughs> no, I understand, but like, it's it's nice to have an official way to play that, and it's nice to have a way to play that on your Switch too. The Switch is a great console, and it's nice to be able to play it there for not too much money. Yeah, it it was fine. 
Yeah. It was it was literally serviceable. If they add more to this expansion pack at no additional cost, I could see it becoming a better value. But right now, it is skeletal for how much they're charging for it. They're, they're charging more for stuff that should be in the base game, right? Like, you know, you, you want to you make an extra tier for like a new DLC thing. Sure. You throw the N64 stuff in the original version of Nintendo Online. Yeah. You, you then announce going forward that, you know, all new expansion packs for, you know, Here's, here's the thing. Like, I don't trust Nintendo to actually keep up putting their their expansion packs going forward in this, right? You know, I surely, surely believe that the DLC for Breath of the Wild 2 will not end up in this pack. The DLC for Breath of the Wild 1 is not even in there, you know? The, the fucking Age of Calamity DLC is not even in there. Like, they have DLC. They can put that in there to sort of widen the reach of this thing, going like, yeah, look... You've already got a bunch of these games. You might not have picked up the DLC. Pay for our subscription. Stay in the ecosystem. You know, keep keep that keep that direct deposit going, and we'll reward you with some stuff that you that you might not have considered playing, but you might actually enjoy. It's a this really is- good point. Like, if it was going, if they were, if they are going to add more downloadable content, why haven't they brought in the back catalog? That's a great. It's a great point. Like I don't understand the point of this. This this seems like a, it feels like a bribe, right? It feels like a look. You hated this with good reason. How about you hate it a little bit less for those Animal Crossing folks in the back? Yeah. And, and hey, like, there's th- a lot of them. <laughs> oh, there's there's a lot of them. Animal Crossing is massive, and this expansion looks really good. I'm 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 genuinely excited to give it a go for a one time purchase. Yep. For a reasonable one-time purchase. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know, DLC, like it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to guess the cost of an, of an expansion pack. Yeah. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to weigh that up. Um, annoyingly, you have to be online to use the DLC. Yes. The DLC requires online, kind of online service. Like constantly? I'm, 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 as far as I'm aware, yeah, that was, that was what oh. the disclaimer at the bottom said. Oh, that's intense. It's, it's it's it goes through all their servers and stuff. That like that's why like the the, the DLC is specifically online. Oh, uh, and you know that means that there's going to be a boatload of loading, um, which is a yeah, shame. It's going to be real fucking slow. So, that game's already there's, slow. There's a fact I need to point out. We're talking about the suggested pricing for this, right? We're saying, oh, fifty four ninety five, fifty nine ninety five for individuals, uh, one hundred nine ninety five for a family, right? Jeremy, for the last two years on our family plan that you and I share with six other friends, we have been paying less than $7 a year. A one big family. For this service, exactly. And hey, that's now that's a deal, right? And they're they're offering the equivalent of that as well. So if you have eight friends who are down to be paying for this, you know, it's 110 divided by eight. You're all paying less than $20 a year for the whole thing, which is still a great deal. Like, that's still a great deal for the original service. So, like, but the problem for me, I think, becomes I wouldn't recommend people buy the expansion pack for the individual price, whereas I could easily recommend people buy the expansion pack, uh, would buy the base version of online. 
I can easily recommend the $30 purchase for a single person. I can't easily recommend the $60 purchase for a single person. That is a lot of money for what is on offer. Um, less than $20 a year, though, is pretty decent. And I think Nintendo know that a lot of their user base are going to take advantage of this option that they have put in there specifically. They have given us this option to take advantage of to get it to a cheaper price. You know, they could have limited the expansion pack to four for family members. And I mean, there would have been riots, but they could have done it, right? So I guess my point is, I wonder at what point the individual price is a reflection of the steal of a price you can get for getting a full family group together. And if one sort of offsets the other, why would they then sort of still right, allow I, that steeper discount? Like, I, I why think they'll they then change the way the, I think they'll change the way the family pricing works. I think it'll be like four, like they'll introduce a, a different tier. It'll be like a family of four or is a family of eight or whatever. And the family of four will be more like, will be cheaper per, no, it will be more expensive per person than the family of eight. Wait. Uh, no, sorry. The family of eight will be more expensive per person. I don't think they'll do that yet. I don't think they'll do it now. I think if they were going to do it. They would have done it with this. Oh this yeah, is, like this would have been their opportunity. Next, when the, whatever console we're up to after Switch, I reckon they might do that. Um, well, like, here's the thing: like, like realistically, how much Nintendo Online stuff do do you use, or did Nintendo use? Right? It's like, honestly, yeah, not much. Yeah, it's like not not exactly a lot. Most of their games are single player. Um, it's like, like uh, our friend Ollie has, has called it this before and it's sort of become this. It's like Nintendo online is my, is my Tetris 99 subscription, right? It's like, yeah. I pay to play that because I have no interest in playing anything else online on the, on the switch. And for the most part, that's pretty true for me as well. Yeah. I we'll want it I, when it's there, right? We're, we're going to love it. Love to have it when we get to Pokemon diamond next month. We're going to love to have yeah, it the sure. next time a Mario Kart comes out. It was good to have it when we played Smash Brothers mm-hmm. earlier today. But those times are very few and far out. between. Pardon? They're never going to bring out another Mario Kart. Yeah, no, I know. But as an example. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Eh. I can't even watch Netflix. <laughs> let, I've got my Switch right here, which I don't normally have. Let me Let me see. I can def- I can tell you for apps. I can tell you for a fact that the most played thing I have on my system is YouTube on the Nintendo Switch. So let's the see. The only here. person I know who uses that. <laughs> it's great, man. It's because I don't have a tablet. Yeah, I guess. So Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 180 hours. Uh Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, 170 hours. YouTube. Do you want to guess my YouTube hours? 70 hours of Smash? Yeah, man, I played a lot of online. Uh, your YouTube is upwards of 800 hours. Or oh, 770 hours nah, currently. That was close. It's slowed down in recent months. I've been listening to podcasts on my phone when I'm cooking rather than uh, through the Switch. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll get back to that soon, though. Yeah. Um, you listen to podcasts via YouTube app on the Switch. Yeah, that's what I do for a lot of them. <laughs> All the kind of funny podcasts, or I listen to some Northern Lion, watch some Super Auto Pets. It's a great time. <laughs> As it stands with our with our family plan, it's put us in this weird position, right? Where it's like not everyone wants this, so then we're going to be charging 
everyone who wants the base game, the base game prices, and then everyone who wants the expansion pack on top of that gets charged differently. But then everyone who is in the family will still get full access to the expansion pack, but if people haven't paid for it, I'm going to have to ask them to, if they do download it and start using it with the honor system to be like, oh, hey, I've used this a bit, I should probably pay for it, and then pay us, and then I'll have to pay the other people back. And it's, it's just, it's such a mess. Such a mess. It's almost like it's made for families being the parents run it and that's it. Yeah, almost. <laughs> almost. What do you mean they're not meant to be used between a bunch of 20-somethings who are just trying to get a good deal? Bunch of friends. Bunch of friends. Um, that said, I'm glad Nintendo don't have that thing that like Spotify have for their family thing where it's like, oh, what's the address of the person who runs the family account? And do you live there? You must say that you live there. Like Nintendo, but, like, what's your family? But, but, These but your they family. Don't stop okay. you. They don't stop you when, when you tell them the wrong address on Spotify. No, no. They just let that tiny deterrent be enough to stop like 20% of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah, uh, the, the wind, the, the Ocarina of Time wind has well and truly left my sails. Um, if there's one if, thing Nintendo if, know how to do, it's shit on goodwill and shit <laughs> on nostalgia. And then charge for it. It's like, yeah, I... Yeah. Pardon me. It's, so I don't know if we have... Do we have the release date yet? October 20-something? For the expansion pass? Yeah. It's like November sometime. What was October? No, it's a little, it's a little later. I think it's, it's like the 10th of November or something. I don't remember exactly watching the, the trailer now. Change over from your current membership at a pro-rated discount. Discount automatically applied when changing membership plans. Okay, well, that's interesting. Actual discount depending on how much time. So that's because if... So we've got like two months left on our family plan. So we're going to have two months of discount if we upgrade. That's interesting. Um, release date. No, November 5th. November 5th. So same date as... Right, that makes sense. Same date as the Animal Crossing expansion pack. That, no, that's what I That's what I googled. Oh, I, wanted, I was wondering when the expansion... The, the, the online pack... Are they coming, coming out different dates? I thought this was coming out in October. Oh. Uh, I looked at that Release. and then I went, I'm not going to get this. So I just like didn't take in any more information. <laughs> you, on you just gave up. It launches yeah. on 25th slash 26th of October, depending on region. And right. the Animal Crossing DLC is 10 or so days later. Right. Oh, man. So that's the follow up to our discussion from a couple of weeks ago. That's Nintendo's follow up to their service. Um, yeah, gobsmacked. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like every week. <laughs> what? They just fucking make another decision that sucks for everybody that isn't them. Yeah. It's not great. Are you, are you getting are you getting jaded? Yeah, a bit. I'm getting a bit jaded with this, considering how excited I was. Yeah. And then, like, they gave me time to become excited and then gave me gave me reason to be let down. Um, so, yeah. That said, I'm excited to play Ocarina of Time. 
You can just do that. What do you mean? Just play that on the PC. Ah, I don't want to do that. I don't think you actually want to play that game. I think you just have an ideal version of you playing that game again for the first time. That doesn't actually exist. Uh-oh, I'm being called out. Being called out. Time to end the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been episode 79 of the Minimap Cast. Uh, you can find this and every episode on minimap.com.au. Um, like I said before, if you want to support the show, you can uh, give us a positive rating. You can also go to patreon.com slash minimapau to... Uh, Throw us a few dollars if you feel so inclined. If you want to support us monetarily, there is that option for you. Um, if you want to f- see when the episodes go live, you can follow the site. Check that every now and then. You'll see when the new stuff goes up on the front page. Uh, otherwise, we are on Twitter. Uh, the Minimap account is at MinimapAU. We'll post little uh, little snippets of each week's podcast as they go live. Um, we're there individually as well. Jeremy, where are you on Twitter? At 3D Zelda is bad. And you could send all of your angry tweets at three D Zelda is still bad, <laughs> and I will be there angrily tweeting with you uh, from at KJ Palmer underscore twenty four. Uh, Jeremy's actual Twitter is at Obi One Chess. Thank you so much for listening. Otherwise, this has been another episode of Minimap Cast, and we'll see you next week for another one. I think we'll have June back next week. Uh, they're, they're, they're finishing their uni crunch, so the, the return of June is upon us. Even though it's October. Imagine paying for a subscription to play a worse version of Zelda. What do you mean, worse version? We don't know it's worse yet. What do you mean? It's Ocarina of Time. Just play Link to the Past. Oh my, oh god, just, alright, we'll see you all next time everybody, I gotta get this chucklehead off the air. Mm-hmm.